This is the news from the Lord. Hello, America. This is Jeffrey Lord with another, I can't believe he just said that, episode of The Word of the Lord. Question of the day. Who runs the U.S. Capitol? I'll tell you in a minute. But first, by now you've all heard me talk about my pillow and how it's literally changed my life. I met our friend Mike Lindell. He fit me for my very own my pillow, and I haven't stopped raving about them since. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape. And they are made in the USA. If you don't have a my pillow or know someone who doesn't, now is the time because for a limited time, Mike is offering his premium my pillows. Yes, the one that started it all for his lowest price ever. You can get a queen size premium my pillow regularly $69.98 for only $29.98. That's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more. Folks, now is the time to buy. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, but they are the best gifts ever. $29.98 for a queen size premium my pillow. Buy now and Mike will extend his 60-day money back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener's Square. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-606-1043 and use promo code JEFF. Now, isn't this interesting? Day after day this week, Maryland's Democratic Congressman Jamie Raskin, the manager of the House impeachment of former President Trump, has been showing slickly produced videos of the assault on the Capitol. One video after another shows the massive security breach as protesters, some of them violent, pour into the Capitol. Five people died in the chaos. Here is this headline from NBC News. Quote, FBI, NYPD told Capitol Police about the possibility of violence before riots, senior officials say, unquote. The NBC story begins this way, quote, Washington, the FBI and New York City Police Department passed information to the U.S. Capitol Police about the possibility of violence during the protest Wednesday against the counting of the Electoral College vote, and the FBI even visited more than a dozen extremists already under investigation to urge them not to travel to Washington, senior law enforcement officials said. The previously unreported details undercut the assertion by a top FBI official that officials had no indication that violence was a possibility, and they add to questions about what intelligence authorities had reviewed before the Capitol riot, which led to the death of an officer and four other people, including a rioter who was shot and killed by police, unquote. And then there's this headline from the Washington Post. Capitol Police Intelligence Report warned three days before attack that, quote, Congress itself, unquote, could be targeted. The Post story says, quote, Three days before thousands of rioters converged on the U.S. Capitol, an internal Capitol Police intelligence report warned of a violent scenario in which, quote, Congress itself, unquote, could be the target of angry supporters of President Trump on January 6th, laying out a stark alert that deepens questions about the security failures that day. 
two people familiar with the Capitol Police Intelligence Memo who, like others, spoke on the condition of anonymity to describe security preparations, said the report was conveyed to all Capitol Police command staff by the Intelligent Unit's Director Jack Donahue. Another law enforcement official said the report prompted the Capitol Police Chief to seek the emergency activation of the National Guard and led the department to place its perimeter barricades farther from the Capitol than during past events. On January 4th, the day after the intelligence unit shared its warning and conclusions with more than a dozen Capitol Police Command staff members, Capitol Police Chief Stephen Sund said he asked the Senate and House Sergeants at Arm for permission to put the National Guard on emergency standby. Sund said House Sergeant at Arms Paul Irving and Senate Sergeant at Arms Michael Stenger rejected the idea and suggested he instead informally seek out his guard contacts, asking them to, quote, lean forward, unquote, and be on alert in case Capitol Police needed help. On the day of the attack, Sun said, he urgently renewed the request for emergency National Guard support after a mob broke through the Capitol barricades around 1 p.m. Now get this, it says, the minutes ticked by as the sergeants at arms sought approval from congressional leadership. The initial wave of the military reinforcements would not arrive for more than four hours later at 5.40 p.m., unquote. And then there's this. Outgoing Capitol Police Chief, House Senate security officials hamstrung efforts to call in the National Guard. That story says, two days before Congress was set to formalize President-elect Joe Biden's victory, Capitol Police Chief Stephen Sund was growing increasingly worried about the size of the pro-Trump crowds expected to stream into Washington in protest. To be on the safe side, Sun asked House and Senate security officials for permission to request that the D.C. National Guard be placed on standby in case he needed quick backup. But Sun said Sunday they turned him down. In his first interview since pro-Trump rioters stormed the U.S. Capitol last week, Sun, who has since resigned his post, said his supervisors were reluctant to take formal steps to put the guard on call, even as police intelligence suggested that the crowd President Trump had invited to Washington to protest his defeat probably would be much larger than earlier demonstrations, unquote. Got that? The U.S. Capitol Police knew ahead of time that there was the possibility of violence against the U.S. Capitol. The chief asked for the National Guard to be on standby and was refused by his superior, the House Sergeant-at-Arms. And when the attack materialized, the police chief, quote, urgently, urgently renewed the request for emergency National Guard support after a mob broke through the Capitol barricades around 1 p.m. And this sentence, the minutes ticked by as the sergeants-at-arms sought approval from congressional leadership. The initial wave of the military enforcements would not arrive for more than four hours at 5.40 p.m., unquote. All right, full stop. Who actually is in charge of the U.S. Capitol Police? That would be a committee composed of the architect of the Capitol, the House and Senate sergeants-at-arms, as well as, get this, four committees from both houses of Congress. The Capitol Police website identifies two of the four committees as the House Administration Committee and the Senate Rules and Administration Committee. And those committees are what's known in Congress as authorizing committees. The other two committees involved are the appropriators, the ones who dole out the money. Here's the kicker. The number two Democrat on the House Administration Committee responsible for the Capitol Police is... Maryland Congressman Jamie Raskin. 
That's right, Democrat Jamie Raskin, the very same Jamie Raskin who, as the House manager of the impeachment trial, was making a grand display of all those video clips showing the attack in progress. And over on the Senate side, the Senate Rules and Administration Committee that oversees the Capitol Police, who sits on that committee? That would be, yes indeed, Senate Majority and Democratic Leader Chuck Schumer. So, let's be clear. If they were doing their jobs of overseeing the Capitol Police, as they were supposed to, Raskin and Chuck Schumer knew there was the possibility of violence. They had to know that a request had been made by the chief that asked for the National Guard to be on standby. They had to know this request was refused by his superior, the House Sergeant-at-Arms. And they did nothing. Absolutely nothing. Either they knew and did nothing, or they didn't know, which is a dereliction of duty. The impeachment managers are showing vivid images of a mob rampaging through the Capitol, which means exactly that those in charge of the security for the Capitol, Messrs. Raskin and Schumer among them, were utterly derelict in their duty to protect the Capitol itself and the members and staff of the House and Senate. And who was in charge? Again, who sat on those House and Senate committees and didn't do their jobs? That would be Jamie Raskin and Charles Schumer. The idea that the former president incited a riot is a lie. But the reality that Raskin and Schumer utterly failed in their duty to protect the Capitol in their role overseeing the Capitol Police is a vividly obvious truth, made even more vivid by those videos that they've been showing, for which both Raskin and Schumer should be censured, if not expelled altogether from the House and Senate. So, this is Jeffrey Lord. Come visit me over at my website, The Jeffrey Lord. Until next time, stay safe and be well, America. And thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Word of the Lord. Music